It's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sipping yo Hard time scrolling for your long shorts You might learn something you never know Collect you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind Jesus of the biracials, of the interracial relationships. Ooh, here I am. Here I am. I'll preface this by saying that this is not even a full episode. I've just come back to say this and then I'm out because, and it's not going to be a regular thing that like you can't, draw me out in it. I even took time before I even came and recorded this, had to make sure that following my human design, I actually felt something in me that was just like, yes, go and record. Prior to this, I felt no need to say anything whatsoever. Why? Because the rage was all consuming transparency. The rage was all consuming and all I know is violence in it. And I've got to walk this path of, because you're a public um, person or whatever, whatever, that you can't rip people's throats out of their necks. So you have to do things in a very speaky, spoky way. But I feel in that speaky, spoky way, some of you have really, one of you specifically really got me fucked up, really got me fucked up. And so here I am. And I appreciate that there are those of you who are like, well, you know, I don't, but I don't get the people that say when people go low, they go lower because nobody can shift me out of my original state. Well done to you, darling. Well fucking done to you, darling. But what if I'm not actually being shifted out of my original state? What if this state that if you're mad, I am hundred percent madder. It's my, it's just my normal state. What about that? Because some of you like to do faux righteousness all the time. The other word for what you're doing is actually cowardice. You don't have the vim. You don't actually have the energy to speak out when people are running rings around you. So you try to tell yourself, oh, I'm being the bigger person. Of course, there are genuinely people who are like, they've done so brilliantly in creating this um, sense of detachment to external stimuli where you can do whatever and they're not going to react, right? That's wonderful. I'm not one of them people and I've never purported myself to be, you know, I'm just me, you know, I'm just me. And that's why when it came to Sadler's Wells, I could pack out the venue because authenticity goes a long way. While all of you are performing and twerking for the internet, <laughs> I used to, I, I was literally twerking though, but you performatively, you know, and um, figuratively twerking for the internet, you do what you need to do to make yourself sound great when Um, a lot of you have shit lives and it shows in the way that you interact online, that you have shit lives. But I won't even get into that. Like that's me coming, spraying, 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 and I haven't even gotten to the crux of the matter. So the last episode that would have come out, like the the last proper episode that would have come out on my platform um, was... I mentioned that I'm in something, channel four, five past 11, watch it and you're going to see somebody move very, very wayward. It in fact turned out that the thing that I was in, um, if you watched it, was an episode of of Unapologetic on channel four. Um, the conversation they had uh, or the conversations included 
um, sugar babies and sugar daddies or whatever, whatever. And then there was another conversation about should black history be taught in schools? And are we obsessed with being our own CEOs and rare, rare, rare? Now, I feel like personally, the way that the conversations were framed were really, really reductive because it only, it limits how you can talk about it and can only encourage combat. It can only encourage like fiery debate. Whereas I exist in a space where there's a lot of nuance. If there wasn't nuance, how did I end up with 200 and something episodes of this podcast? There's always nuance. There's always layers to things, right? So they said that one of the people that would be on the panel, well, they said all the names that of, you know, of us that would be on the panel. And one of them was somebody that calls herself Lynn May. And I don't know much about her, thought she was rather irrelevant, but I remember that I'd blocked her on um, pretty much all of the platforms because I find her views really asinine. So I already knew that. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to roll up, roll up with grace, mind up, mind my business, do what I need to do, bounce. Um, But as is the case with a lot of these things, when people see me in person, they don't have the energy. And essentially the cameras start recording and all they're recording is you getting spun, like you're getting spun, right? And that was all it was ever going to be because I've been doing the learning for a really, really long time. That's not to say sometimes I don't get it wrong, but I've been doing the learning for a really, really long time. What I came to discover is that this person really hasn't. And the bit that got me the most was we're going back and forth. It's clear that you have, these views aren't set in stone for you. Like these views, you don't really believe it, but you want to be a contrarian for coins. Contrarian for coins is what you're doing. And to me, it's just like any of us could die tomorrow. And when, when you now get to where you're going, how will you explain that you were a contrarian for coins? Like that is so sad to me. And why do I say that? Because when the cameras stop recording, um, some of the segments, we stopped recording and said, cut, because we're going to move to another segment or whatever. This one's trying to shake my hand, talking about, we're going to get so much engagement. We're going to get so much content from that. I do my white woman smile, very thin-lipped, just do a white woman smile, keep it moving. Somebody else in that conversation goes, yeah, you know what? You should both even argue with each other online on the day it comes out to really drive up the engagement. I said, in my, in my spirit, in my heart, I said, Lord, where have I found myself? Where have I found myself, Lord? But I kept it cute. You couldn't see from my face, just kept it cute because in that moment I knew that I was going to deactivate. I knew I was going to deactivate the moment that we were done in that place because what I will, I refuse to do. I refuse to perform a reality or a version of reality that is fucked. That is unjust. I just don't, I won't do it. So for that reason, I deactivate. You can't tag me in shit. You can't tag me. You can't hope that I retweet anything deactivated. And I deactivated for a number of reasons, not just that, but it's the idea of like, get into this space of feeling like I don't want to be perceived. I feel that social media and the public space generally is somewhere which um, 
people think that they have an ownership of you because they can see you. And so they want to demand access to certain things because they can see you. And I don't really operate like that. You can't demand access into things that I don't want to give you access to. I'm an autonomous being. I have agency. And because of the archetype of the black woman that we have in society, where it's like she's all enduring and she'll give you everything to show her unconditional love. Fuck that. That is not me. It is not me. Not I and I. Ever. So, lo and behold, I'm deactivated. And then I'm then being called because people are concerned because the Shade Borough um, have posted um, a picture of me with my child, a picture of me with a um, screenshot of this one's stories um, where she's shocked to discover that I have a mixed race, well, I have mixed race children because that's what's also hilarious. You lot know so little about me because you don't actually engage with the platforms that I'm on and I diligently update. You think I have children, right? That's how little you know. The inaccuracies are really inaccuracying. But you've posted that now. So I have to ask, first of all, Shade Borough, are you lot into child pornography? I feel like maybe people should start reporting you for child pornography because where... Why are you saving pictures of children, whether you can see all of them or not? When we know all of these, why are you, why are you saving pictures of my child? Or, can you, or you'll say that, what, you got it through a Google search or whatever. But who begged you? Who begged you? Because what that person had written was already wild. You knew it was wild. You took the screenshot from their stories. You then went to go and post that and you went to go and do, you went to go and do collage. You went to go and do um, Friday at 2.30 PM in primary school where you're not adding things and, and sticking things to put a story together. At no point did you think, Ooh, this is fucked. Why are we posting a picture? Cause you could post a picture of me, do what you want. But then you posted a picture from, of, of my child whether you can see their face or not. So I feel like I didn't give you permission to do that. Whether you are like the image is public or whatever, you used it for malicious intent. So right now I want to know why it's still up because as far as I'm concerned, you lot are part of a ring that operates with child pornography. That's if you want to be, if you want us to be volatile, if you want us all to be mad, I'm going to be mad with you. That's where I see you. That, and that's why you don't have to have your page on private or whatever the hell you do, because you know that what you're doing isn't right. And those people who are excited that you've posted them and then there's bare comments and they're going and trawling through it and reading through it, reading through it, because everybody's sick together. You're all sick in the head together. Anyway. Even if we're saying, oh, Kalechi, you're going too far, child pornography, targeted harassment. Why is that okay? Why is that okay? Why do you get to do that? Why do you get to encourage that? This is why we know as Pluto moves further into Aquarius, it's only going to get more wild with these platforms thinking that they could do whatever the hell that they like for the sake of, oh, we're just being shady. We're just being shady. That shadiness is going to have you cursed. Whichever ones of you are behind that, doing all of that stuff, it's going to have you in a very, very messed up uh, position spiritually. You're really, really playing about. Anyway, so you're shocked because for all the things that I say about white supremacy um, or whatever, however you put it, um, you have a white partner. So now I'm not even going to address you, whatever they call you, mailing, 
Lang Lang, wherever they call you, I'm not addressing you. The person I want to address right now goes by the name of Shez Nichols. Shez Nichols, mother to Keisha Janelle Nichols, also known as Lynn May. I'm talking to you. Why in July 1986 did you subject us to bring in this person into the world? Shez, Sheza. I'm talking to you mother to mother because I feel like there's no point in addressing your daughter because your daughter's clearly a prick. And all I would say to your daughter after I've gone back and forth and made all of my points, I tell her to suck her mother. So while before I even tell her to suck her mum, I'm going to come to you, the mum, directly. Shez, Shez Nichols, what's your, what's your Instagram? Because I want to make sure that this gets to you because... You should understand that when somebody comes for your family, as a mother, you understand that when somebody mentions your family, whether in the abstract or otherwise, what you're willing to do in order to regulate their fucking, their fucking fuckery. So you're at Shez Nichols, S-H-E-Z-N-I-C-H-O-L-L-S. Somebody will get this to you. Shez, where did you go wrong with your partner, your husband, whoever he is to you right now? Where did you go wrong? You, I think what you're biracial, white and Pakistani, and then he's Bayesian also, right? So you decided to procreate together and clearly you failed this girl. You failed this girl because Shez, I would be damned. I would be motherfucking damned if my child with my white partner grew up to be twerking for white supremacy on national television, to be clapping her booty cheeks, for white supremacy on, on national television. Aren't you like, aren't you meant to be a Corbynite? So how is it that you've got this daughter that's a raging Tory or a Tory for coins? And the thing is, this stuff makes sense when it's in America, because at least them contrarians for coins, they're getting paid. Your child isn't even getting anything for being a dickhead for right-wing ideology in this country. She's getting nothing. That's why she's rolling on TV wearing any green long cardigan with a white boot. She's wearing white, a white boot on national television. Parting askew, looking like a chipmunk that's just, that's fallen out of 69 tree branches. This is what you gave us. This is what you gave us. Why did you not, I, or, unless with your Pakistani and white self, you have already aligned yourself to whiteness. So essentially you are a white woman with a, with a black Bayesian man. And so you've raised her to have an affinity to white femininity in any which way. And I imagine that her father didn't do much better either because here she is on national television talking shit, convoluting very, very important conversations and confusing things and allowing for right-wing rhetoric to thrive. Your daughter does not know the difference between white supremacy and white-skinned people and how you don't just need only white-skinned people to participate in white supremacy. Your daughter doesn't understand the nuances of what's taking place in our society. But you gave her lungs, you gave her chest to think that she could ever, in this lifetime, ever fucking talk to me. You are a disgrace for a mother and her father. You two are a disgrace. 
Because this is what you've produced. A woman that goes around thinking, thinking that she can target black women and talk any way that she wants to because she can cloak it under, oh, I don't really understand. And when she's getting flogged, when she's rightfully getting flogged for it, she then turns around, but this is what I mean. Biracial people never feel like they have a place in our society. Let me just nip that in the bud right now. A lot of you that like to say that as biracial people that like to talk about, oh, I never felt like I belonged, especially the biracial women. I never felt like I belonged. What did we have? Who was the one that was crying with a wonky party on TV on Sky News that time? Uh, Tandiwe Newton. And that one, she's, she even has a black mum. So, huh, Lord, Lord, what is going on? I never felt like I belonged. I never felt like I belonged. You want to align yourself with whiteness because you understand the, the power that whiteness has in society. You try to move into white spaces. They shun you, right? That because of their bigotry and their racism, these lot are shunning you. So then you then go, oh, you know what? I'm going to go into the black spaces. But you don't move into the black spaces on a humble tip. You move into them black spaces, still trying to wield the white power that you think that you should have. And so then when these people are like, nah, you're not doing that over here. And of course, there are other layers of things happening there as well with colorism and how we internalize a lot of things. Yeah, that's happening over there as well. But for the point that I'm making, you try to go and wield the power in these spaces. They tell you the fuck no. Then you turn around and go, oh my God, I'm not accepted anywhere. Maybe sometimes it's because you're a dickhead. And again, there is nuance to everything. So I understand that there are legitimate reasons that a lot of biracial people feel the way that they feel. I feel that there are some of you who weaponize it when you know that you're moving mad in the spaces that you're asking for access to or whatever the case might be. But I'm coming back to you, Shez Nichols. Mommy, mommy, from mother to mother, let's talk about it. Because I know that even with my three-year-old right now, I'm teaching him particular things. I am raising him in a particular way. So he understands, he understands the many layers that this world will have to offer him while still making sure that I keep his joy intact, that I keep his sense of peace intact. You did not do that for this girl. So she runs for Miss Barbados. Nobody's checking for her. She's vexed. She tries to go to district nightclub. They tell her, nah, how are you trying to get into district? And the, the one, they love a lighty. They love a white girl. And you couldn't even make it in. So by all metrics, you are, how are you in a colorist society? How is your daughter failing at being light-skinned? How has your daughter gotten to the extent that there are other ones that are doing intellectual, intellectual um, fence sitters. There are other ones that are doing this, doing that. There are other ones that are doing Instagram baddie. There are other ones that are really, really striving in this life generally that they're doing things where your own daughter has found herself. She could not utilize the privilege that's been given to her, the multiple privileges that have been given to her by this colorist white supremacist society. She could not utilize it enough. And then she finds herself in bottom of the barrel um, conversations and discussions where she's backing white supremacist rhetoric. You've, how are you raising a, a failed light skin? How are you raising a failed light skin girl? How is it that you got to this point? She could not use the treasures that are there available to her and then this is where she's found herself, where she's talking shit. Because the thing is, 
for her to target me in that way, let me tell you what I understand about her psycho- um, psychologically. And I don't even have to reach for the tarot cards for this, but I will anyway. The tarot cards are going to have to play today. She, your daughter says she doesn't believe in astrology, right? But then when she wanted to talk against me, all she could say was, oh, Kalechi mentioned star signs. Um, and when she really is trying to talk about astrology, that's exactly what it is, you dumb fuck. What you're trying to say is astronomy. Astronomy. Astrology. You don't know things. You raised a child that doesn't know sweet fuck all about anything, but she thinks that I am her equal. There is no motherfucking equal for me in this country. Let me let you know that from now. I have no equal. I have no peers, nobody. So I will do whatever the fuck I want to do. And there isn't a single soul that's going to be able to check me on that. Death card in reverse. Five of Wands in reverse, Empress card. Yeah, see, because of the kind of mother that you were, you repressed a lot of the things that you wanted to say to her father. You tried to do up, do up, um, I don't know, um, good, respectable woman. You didn't say the things that you needed to say. And that's why the Empress card came out here. So you failed her as a mother. You failed this girl as a mother. And that's why she thinks that she could come and start looking at me. She's angry with you. She's deep down, she's angry with you as her parents. And because you didn't regulate the thing, you did not raise her to have any sort of nuance. You didn't raise her to have any sort of depth of knowledge about anything. You lot went and procreated, mixing black and white and this and that and whatever. And you didn't explain to her what the world would be holding for her because you both decided that you wanted to be, oh, what is it? We're colorblind. We don't see color. So you've left her defenseless in this society. And so she meets somebody like me who's very aware of who I am and what I'm about and what it triggers in her. She doesn't know what to do with. So she stupidly thinks that she can then come at me and then mention my child and mention my family. I will deal with you all. I will burn down everything you fucking love. Let me just keep it cute (laughs) because I know how you people move. Oh, we want to play this to you because it sounds like threats. What can be done? What can be done? This sounds like threats. It sounds like threats, but you're mentioning people's children, mentioning people's families in in public in public spaces, and then you don't expect that I'm going to be aggravated by that. Shares, you failed this girl. You failed this girl, and then now she's looking for a mother in me when I'm actually younger than her, like. Only by a few months, but I mean, the face was saying differently. But anyway, um, you felt her. So she's looking for a mother in me, the mother that she didn't find in you. As much as you like to do bestie, bestie together, she's very, very angry with you. There's a lot of rage inside her. And I understand rage. Don't get it twisted. I have a lot of rage inside me, which is why I can recognize it in people. But the thing, the difference between myself and a lot of people um, in this country specifically, I'll speak to Britain. I know that, you know, my Americans and my Canadians and my, all my people them around the world, I know that you're here too. But I'm going to speak to just the Black British experience briefly. The difference between me and pretty much a lot of people in this, com- um, in this country is that week in, week out, I get on this uh, podcast and I bear my soul. I let you know what I've learned and what I'm yet to learn. I do that all of the time. Yeah, we have people performing online, performing goodness, performing righteousness, performing intellect online when really their lives are in disarray. We've got these men who are sitting in WhatsApp groups talking about me and pro-blackness and can she be pro-black, but she's with this and she's with that. You lot that are with the black women, 
You lot that are with the black women What have you done to make the, the, the lives of the black women that you know What have you done to make it better? It is not enough to simply procreate with these these black women Or to give them a wedding ring and quote unquote your last name What have you done to enrich their lives? Because I promise you, if you sat down with them And they were truthful with you You are breaking them down in so many ways Some of you actively, actively But you think that, oh, I've done well Because I had all my children with one woman Meanwhile, you've ruined her In so many different ways Psychologically, spiritually, emotionally You fucked her up But then you'll come online And you'll be, you'll be harping on about Protect black women Black women in this industry are getting fucked over Black women here black. You're using terminology that you're learning From black women like myself That are doing the work and then you're coming to use it to get extra pum on the side, but you're not actually doing any work. But you will sit in your WhatsApp groups talking about me. Like, where is where is the sense? Where is the sense? If you, first of all, do you fancy me? Because if you don't fancy me, why do you keep talking about me? Like, at this point, it's an obsession. It's an infatuation. But the thing that you see in me that you don't see in the women around you is that I have a sense of self and I don't need your validation to continue moving through the world the way that I do. You've been taught that uh, these women need your protection. Yet here I am moving through the world with, with very little protection, but I'm still doing the things that I know that I'm called to do. You'll be debating up and down about what's pro-black, this pro-black, that I've never said to you that I'm pro-black anything. What's funny is that a lot of the texts that you would refer to when you are talking about this p- specific political stance were written by some black men who were actually with white women. But I noticed that you lot never have the vim for the black men in your culture currently who are with white women. Shade Borough mentions them. You're not even trying to have a conversation about that. Whenever you see it, I've got, I went to an event recently. Um, was it some kind of, I don't know, grime, whatever, whatever event. The amount of white women that were there that were on stage with it. Like, these are your booze. And I, I'm not coming at you for that. You do what you're doing, but don't speak on me. Then that's when we, that's when we all start getting very ridiculous. Because for all conversations, debates that one could have, I'm here building a children's home in Nigeria. You're watching me building it, still talking on my name, but you're not doing anything. Shez, I haven't left you. I haven't forgot you, by the way. I'm still cussing you out. But Shez, your daughter decided to tweet something like, if racism ended tomorrow, Colette, she wouldn't know what to do with herself. Meanwhile, she's the contrarian for coins because I'm out here doing lots of things. She's got what? She's got her building management company uh, where she's cleaning people's or managing people's properties. That's what she's meant to be doing, right? Meanwhile, I'm here. She's not cleaning the real estate that I've clearly got in her head. I've got, I've got a lot of real estate in a lot of people's heads. She needs to go and do that building management and keep my name out of her mouth. If racism ended tomorrow, I'll be glad if racism did end tomorrow, but we're not specifically only talking about racism. We're talking about white supremacy. And under that, we're still talking about transphobia. We're talking about queerphobia generally. We're talking about ableism. We're talking about so many different things. We're not just talking about racism, Right? And if it ended tomorrow, yeah, um, amongst all the other isms and schisms, I would be glad because actually then I have space to do all the other things that I want to do in this life. But she doesn't have anything outside of that. I wouldn't know what to do with myself. You're talking to somebody who I am a writer. How many book deals have I got under my belt? <laughs> Some that you haven't, I haven't announced. I've got a studio, pole dance studio that I've been running for how long? Then there's this amazing podcast that I do. And then there's a children's home that I'm building in Nigeria. Who are you talking to? 
I'm a bigger girl for you. Who are you talking to? Disgraceful. But you see, when you don't raise your child properly, what's going to happen is that they're going to go outside and they're going to move mad and they're going to get flogged. Upon all your contrarian, 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 you can't even manage to drum up 35 retweets. You have all of these things to help you that are in your favor in this actual society and you can't even utilize them properly. Properly, Like your daughter is a failure. She's an actual failure. And where the, the hill that she decided that she wanted to die on was me. And that is a sad, sad, sad space to be. Ooh, that rhymed. Not me being a poet while I'm dragging you and your child. Fucking hell. Because why... Someone will be like, oh, but it's misogynistic Because she's talking to the mother and not the father Fam, we know that in this society A lot of the caregiving, the primary caregiving Comes from the mother And because she addressed me as a mother That's why I'm addressing you as a mother Don't ever let her be so misguided again Don't, Shez Don't ever Because I, you know what? I don't even have a personal problem with you the way that you draw your eyebrows, it works for you. you your cute Billy Bopar clothes that you like to wear, it works for you. You clearly have a sense of joy that you didn't pass over to your child. What happened? You, you're doing up colorful, colorful, joyful, joyful. Why did that not make it over to your child to the extent? And then she thinks that she, she is so badly informed that she can then turn around her, her moon face gal, turn her face towards me. And start trying to move mad A broadcaster Kelechi is very different From podcaster Kelechi Very different from Kelechi Kelechi Yeah Because she got a little piece of broadcaster Kelechi She then thought that she could what? Start talking online and I would I would join her In moving mad online I keep reminding you That there is a reason that I'm still here And there is a reason that I am And will always be The best to ever do this Because no matter what, I come back and I want to learn more. I come back and I want to learn more. And I show my working out. This podcast has literally been 200 and so episodes of me showing my working out. I don't come here to perform for anybody the way that some of you are doing online, ruining people's lives, doing whatever you like, but then you can tweet this and then you'll get retweets and then you feel fancy that the work is done. You're in your WhatsApp group, your man and WhatsApp groups talking about me. But all the only metric that you're using to judge yourself is at least I'm not as bad as that rapist. At least I'm not as bad as that molester. But where does that still leave you? Where does that still leave you? With an array of black women that you've disrespected and you've harmed. And it's funny because people will be asking me, for instance, um, why I don't why I'm why I don't want to talk to that fucking idiot um the one that I've cast before that said that mentioned the Uber advert and whatever whatever meanwhile I'm writing editorial pieces she's jumping in people's DMs asking them why they're working with me so up until now she's still actively trying to get in my bag but then you'll be the same person that can ask me why I don't want to talk to her there are people that actively have meant me harm they're saving videos of me. Oh yeah, um, I sent this to you in a WhatsApp group six months ago. I knew it would come in handy one day. People who have met me harm, but you lot are still friends with them. You lot are still kicking with them because for you to accept that harm has been done to me would mean that you need to accept the harm that you also do to other black women. And this is where we found ourselves. It's actually just mad because 
anybody who listens to this podcast knows that I'm a teddy bear, really. I just try to come through, talk about the things that I want to talk about, and I keep it moving. I've never given myself the title necessarily of influencer, although I know I'm influential impact. Um, Activist, again, I don't claim that, but it's interesting because you had an issue, this specific jankro, you had an issue with me doing an Uber advert because activists aren't meant to do da-da-da-da-da, but you were calling yourself an award-winning activist, you fucking piece of shit. But then recently, one of your activist friends just did an Uber advert, and I'd like Because it's starting to look to me like it isn't about what I do. It's about who I am. And you know what? I really can't help you there because the amount of work that I've done on healing and working with my inner child, I would often sit there before and be like, what is it about me? What have I done? What have I done? And honestly, it's no longer about me. It's above me now. It's not about me. Whatever you dislike in me, whatever views of mine you don't agree with, like, oh, you would have done it this way. You would have done it that way. Do it then. Do it. But that's the thing. A lot of you love to talk about what what should and shouldn't have been done, but you can't actually do what I'm doing. None of you. So isn't it best, I would think, in my opinion, to shut the fuck up? There will be complexities. There will be um, tensions. There will be, um, I don't know, inconsistencies, whatever you want to call it, in everybody's lives. But I don't come here trying to explain myself to you. I have no reason to. What, you thought I was going to come here, sit here and try to defend this and defend that? I ain't got time. You're not worth my time to do that. I don't owe you that. Think what you want. I've reached a point where I promise you on everything I love, I don't give a fuck. Mentally, I've checked out of this country. I'm not here with you. So you can talk up and down, up and down, up and down, but just be careful about the things that you decide that you want to talk about. Because some of you get a bit too racy with them 180 characters. And actually Elon Musk should be patterning a lot of you actually, because you're mad and he's mad. So you can all be mad together. Leave me out of it. I'm so irrelevant. I'm so this, I'm so that. Yet I can not be online and you're still discussing me. What does that mean about the black British space? And I'll maintain that there is spell work, very, very horrid spell work that's been done on this country. And thus it impacts the black people that live here because you believe that you have to live in a state of misery. And when you see anybody exploring their own light in the way that I do, in the public way that I do it, sharing my rage, sharing my, in, um, my, my intellect, sharing my insight, sharing my observations, it gets to you because you've been, you've been indoctrinated, you've been socialized to play everything small. Even the women that you, you're eating off what I'm doing, you're talking about empowerment, this and that, you're, you're loud, this and you're this and that, and you're this and that. You couldn't do all of those things if I wasn't the backdrop that would allow for that thing to make sense. Yet I've got to be here and I've got to show grace all of the time. Somebody's talking about, oh, well, you know, she can talk about her child because at the end of the day, she came for someone's, she came for somebody's wife and their marriage. No, 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 no. Again, a lot of you don't like to tell the full story. I'm here talking to institutions and organizations about their fuckery. I talk about ideologies a lot of the time. I'm not talking to specific individuals, except if it's like actual political people or um, politicians or whatever. I I tend not to direct myself towards everyday individual people. I don't. 
But then you'll get a certain group of men who decide that they want to talk on me. Constantly talk on me, my partner, my child, my family, just constantly talking about me. So then why is it that then I can't talk about their personal lives? How does that work? Because every, what we're leading to in this conversation is misogynoir. The reason that you hold me to a standard that you do not hold your fellow black men to, your fellow black women to, or whatever the fuck, is because of misogynoir. You have a certain belief about what black women should and should not do. And it requires them to be so small, so, so small, to be rehabilitation centers for your fuckery. And that's what they believe that themselves to be. Like, I could give examples, but I'd really be blowing up people's spots. So I'm just watching myself for the things that I'm saying. But some of you really, really need to do better as black women because you're allowing for these people to believe that the the tyranny that they are wielding upon you is normal and it's okay as long as they've learned something and they've grown from it. But whenever they grow, it's not you that benefits from the growth or the, the alleged growth. You're not benefiting from it. You're just left as flotsam in the, in the, in the kind of like the, 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 sur- the surging of, of their ambitions and their insecurities. I won't say too much, Sha. Shaza, I haven't forgotten about you. There were just general things that I needed to say. That I'm still not back, still not coming back to record a podcast for a bit because I just don't feel the need to. Um, really just not wanting to interact with socials in any way. So do with this um, mini episode what you will. I just don't care. I just don't care. Literally in the other episode, I was talking about like having three panic attacks in 48 hours, breaking out in stress hives. And then you think that what I want to be doing is talking about a talking point that we've been over, over and over and over again. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. If you think I'm a bitch, you're correct. If you think I'm a baby girl, you're correct. Think I'm a dickhead, you're correct. I'm not arguing with you on anything. I never said to you I'm pro-black, never said to you I'm an activist, never, well, activist, I gave that one back to you. Nothing. Because it's interesting that we live in a society where um, for you to stand for anything means that instantly people have to give you a label. You've got um, housing issues and you're speaking out about it. You're now a housing campaigner you have an issue with the fact that um, people with wombs don't get to talk about what happens with their wombs and instantly you're this sort of activist you're this you're that you're this you're that people constantly trying to give you labels and the only label I have truly ever chosen for myself is that I'm a baby girl I'm literally just a baby girl just trying to make it out in this baby world like ultimately because of your weird reverence of me, infatuation with me, whatever the case may be, you forget that I'm just a human. Like I'm just going through my everyday human things, minding my human ass business, trying to understand how my humanity um, and uh, relates to my spiritual being. I'm just trying to figure it out. You don't have to agree with the things that I do for me to do them. You don't have to agree with the breath in my lungs for me to continue breathing. It doesn't work that way. Do what you're doing over there. I'll do what I'm doing over here. But don't ever get it twisted that what you think that what you're doing is in any way better than what I'm doing. Because then I will show you how it's not. But ultimately, leave me alone. I just don't want to know. I do not want to know. 
Shez. Regulate your child. Shez Nichols. Shez Nichols. Shez Nichols. How many times did I call you? Three times. Don't let me access your, your Ori. Don't let me access your spirit guys and then deal with them instead of dealing with you. Regulate your child. You and your husband, whoever he is to you now, regulate your child. So I don't have to come back for you again. Because if I say the things that's in my heart to say, for the fact that she decided to mention my child, the thing that's on my tongue to say, that I know that if I say it, all hell will break loose. Regulate your child. Because when she leaves this earthly plane and thinks that she's going elsewhere, the gates will be close to her the way that that district nightclub was close to her. Regulate your child. That's all I have to say. Mother to mother, mind out before your child finds out. Yeah? Seriously, just regulate. Regulate the thing because you don't know the kind of bear that you're poking. I feel like for all... um. For all purposes, I did well to not move as mad as I could have moved today. But one thing I will leave you all with is the fact that you can only do this stuff. You can only have these conversations in your WhatsApp groups and whatever the fuck else because I'm still here. If I decided to not be here tomorrow, which I wouldn't because I've got so many things and, and people that rely on me. But if I decided not to be here tomorrow and act, actually sometimes that's why I do pull my page down and things like that to not be perceived, to just not be here. Because if I'm going to have to be here in a physical sense, I don't want to be here in a social media sense. And that is my right to do, right? But anyway, you can only do all of this stuff because I'm here. It gives you a collective entity to focus upon and have all your opinions about because you can't sit alone with yourselves to figure out what it is that you think and what you feel like outside of me. Without having me to use as your shadow, you don't actually know where your light is. And that is the problem. I don't want to be that for the collective consciousness in this country. I don't want to be that anymore. Go and figure shit out yourself. Fuck off. Go and figure it out. Because while I'm here, all you'll be doing is like, at least I'm not Kalechi, or at least she's not Kalechi, or she's a, you could never be. You, there's none of you that would have been able to do what I've done for this length of time and the way that I do it. Nobody. But you want to talk and talk and talk like it's ridiculous. But during this time away, and I'm going to continue to have the time away, um, and just, I don't want to make a habit of this whole thing of where I'm not here and people are like, oh, when Kalechi comes back, she's going to drag you. When No, you can't draw me out. You're not going to, you can't summon me because you've decided to do fuckery. Because I, you know, you're, you have very, very reductive views of everything and I'm the one that needs to come and teach you. That's not my portion. At least if you were te- teaching willing participants, that's one thing. But people who are dedicated to misunderstanding you, why would you be wasting your time? But one thing I have learned during this time is like, like I said about the spell work earlier and the UK, like it's a very, very rancid space to be in. And you only realize that when you step out of this country for a bit and see that the way that we're treated and the way that we treat each other is not the way that things are meant to be. But if you think I'm going to just take, lie down and take it for people talking to me like a dickhead or talking about me like a dickhead, then no. But I don't want to have to keep doing this. Like how many people are you going to drag? For, for what reason? And it gets to me because then people will interact with me on a very predatory 
from a very predatory place. And some of you listeners probably even know some of the people, but they'll interact with me from a very predatory place and they'll come with, oh, I'm concerned about you. You do this fight by yourself. Oh, I want to help. I want to be there. I want to support you. Meanwhile, they're just as bad as the next person but they're wanting to get into close proximity with you to see where the softness is and then try to manipulate that or come and bring their chaos into what you're doing. And so like when you are starving, booty crumbs will look like chocolate cake. And this is, and this, I feel like that is a perfect analogy for what we are dealing with in this country. Booty crumbs are looking like chocolate cake and you're scoffing it up. And I don't want to be eating booty crumbs. Okay. I don't. But anyway, Shez, I've told you what I needed to tell you. Not even addressing your daughter directly. Because all I would say to her is to go suck out. So rather than using her as the middleman, I could just tell you directly what I would have said to her. Yeah. Anyway, going back to minding my business. Bye. It's the Ben's Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this If you sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sippy, yo Hard time scrolling for your long drawers You might learn something you never know Could let you find, and she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind